Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. TCU will provide that, although it won't be a... Uh, Steak with a lot of gristle in it, okay? Because TCU will put up a fight, but you won't have to, like, chomp, 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 chomp hard to get past TCU. To get them down, you won't have to work your incisors to the nub. Uh, they'll be representative. They'll be the—I would I would liken TCU to a Michigan State. And you say, well, Michigan State's a top-ten team. Now, have you watched them play? And that is where we bring in Dennis Dodd of CBS Sportsline. Uh, Dennis, thanks for joining us this morning. Uh we heard a lot about the Big Ten East, Dennis. Through two weeks, <laughs> Big Ten East living up or down to your expectations? Oh, I think moving down. I, I thought it was the strongest division in, in football. And, and just, you know, Michigan the first week against Notre Dame. And then Michigan State and losing and Penn State playing close against App State. Is, you know, I think it's time for a reevaluation. Still early, but uh, not as good as advertised so far. Uh, but the Buckeyes have done nothing, yeah. I would assume, to lower your expectations for that part of the conference. No, uh, playing as well as anyone in the country. I mean, what was the stat I found? Oh, Dwayne Haskins has more touchdown passes than 125 schools. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's got nine, which is significant. So, no, there. You know, any any uh, thought about a distraction without Urban is completely dismissed because they're just rolling. They are rolling, and I expect them to be able to beat TCU. I watched TCU play on Friday night. Um, they just, to me, don't look like they quite have enough. Their quarterback, Sean Robinson, is a decent player. If you were playing him next year, I think he'd be uh, a problem, but I think the Buckeyes are catching him at the right time. Your evaluation of what you've seen out of TCU through two weeks. Yeah, I was actually there yesterday, um, and I agree with you. I, I just with a naked eye, it looks like physically they don't match up. I, I don't know about speed, but Gary Patterson in particular mentioned Dwayne Haskins, Mike Weber, Paris Campbell. He had just gotten done watching film and was, was totally impressed. And, you know, the fact that it's at Jerry World instead of Eamon Carter Stadium, I know that's not a big difference. It's still a road trip, a road trip for the Buckeyes, but I would suspect Buckeyes everywhere to to fill that place, TCU is still one of the smaller FBS uh, enrollment-wise schools. They have a nice following, but whenever they play these games, you know, in in uh, Jerry World, inevitably, if it's Baylor or another Texas Tech or another Big Twelve team, they have fewer fans than the other team. And that will be the case on Saturday night. Yeah. Dennis Dodd is our guest. He is the National College Football Columnist for CBS Sports. You can follow him on Twitter at Dennis Dodd. CBS. All right, the oddity of the Buckeye season, of course, is we haven't seen Urban Meyer on the sideline. We haven't seen him yet, and we won't see him Saturday night. I've referred to him as a ghost coach. Uh, <laughs> will you be in town next week for the big Urban Meyer pre-Tulane press conference? That's the presumed first time that uh, the national media will get a chance to question, and the local media get a chance to question Urban about the details in the 23-page investigative report. Yeah, uh, I've made my pitch. I'll put it that way. Um, I think it's 
probably the biggest news story of the season to that point. Now, there's a lot to go, but there, there are so many questions to ask, which, frankly, the university has created by, by withholding that report until after the, the uh, press conference. So they've created this need for people to be there and, and ask, ask so many questions that we have that it will be an event. No, you're right. All right, so I watched Clemson, Dennis, play Texas A&M on Saturday night, and I expected Clemson's defensive line to wreak all kinds of havoc with Kellen Mond and the Texas A&M pass game. Instead, he got it going in the fourth quarter, so I'm looking forward to a playoff where Clemson and Ohio State are in it, thinking if Clemson can't disrupt Kellen Mond, what are they going to do with Dwayne Haskins? Was that a night where Clemson survived, so it's like, okay, they didn't lose like they did at Syracuse a year ago, was that a good night for Clemson on Saturday or a bad night for Clemson? I kind of wrote about that. I was at the game. It was kind of a paradox because if you look, I immediately looked at the numbers, and the Clemson defensive line did disrupt Kellen I mean, there were 10, 10 quarterback hurries, um, a bunch of sacks, uh, you know, a couple of forced fumbles. I forget all the numbers I counted, but they were in his face all night. But... Texas A&M gained 500 yards. That's the most since uh, 2016. is isn't really comparable because that was against uh, Lamar Jackson winning a Heisman Trophy, 578 yards. I don't think anybody thinks Kellen Mond's going to win the Heisman. So it was, it was concerning to Clemson, um, kind of like, well, we, we dodged that bullet and we got out of here. I think the message there was that, or my takeaway was that Texas A&M is starting to arrive quicker than anybody else thought. Not good enough to win, almost good enough to win. They kind of got screwed at the end on that call from that touchback. But, uh, yeah, Clemson is concerned. Um, they, they both dominated and, and the defensive line and gave up 500 yards. So you thought the touchback call, which was a crucial call late, uh, Texas A&M wide receiver fumbled the ball, it went out of bounds, was it right of the pylon, left of the pylon, on the field it was yeah. called a touchback. You thought that was a bad call. Were you as mad about that call as Jimbo Fisher was? I, well, I didn't have a stake in the game, but I immediately <laughs> I, I went on live with with our uh, with our people, and I said, "Well, this is going to be a story of, of the game," because uh, I was in that corner. I was right there. The play was right in front of me, and a guy had a phone, took a shot of it, which I guess I saw yesterday on Twitter. It was a fan or some random guy. Um, I still haven't seen the replay. People keep telling me of the, the pylon cam. I still haven't seen that, but every replay I've seen. That ball comes loose before it even gets close to the goal line, and thus it's out of bounds, and the referees have to make a decision on where to spot that. But they said it was a, a touchback. I find that hard to believe, and I, I don't know what the redress is for A&M. It was ACC officials at their place, mm-hmm. so it's not like, you know, I don't think it penalized the officials. It was a bang-bang play, but I, I definitely think it was out of bounds. Okay, one of the things, and again, we're talking with Dennis Dodd, national columnist uh, for CBS Sports. Follow him on Twitter at Dennis Dodd CBS. One of the things I think undermines a championship team is uncertainty at the quarterback position. And we had it for a, t- for a while with Alabama, with Georgia, and with Clemson. Clemson played Trevor Lawrence some on Saturday night, but at crunch time, it was Kelly Bryant. It looks to me like Nick Saban is forestalling the inevitable here. It's going to be Tua Tagovailoa in big games. Jake Fromm got the lion's share of the action when Georgia took care of South Carolina on Saturday. Do you think we are seeing uh, those three teams commit to uh, a quarterback early in this season, or do you think that 
uncertainty, jockeying quarterbacks in and out could continue to be a thing for the top three teams in the AP poll? I think they have to do it. I've never seen anything like it, and I'm digging down on it today. I think I'm going to write about it for tomorrow. Three teams, here's here's the situation, three teams chasing championships, Mm -hmm. playing two quarterbacks, basically because they have to. They don't kind of massage this thing. One of these guys is going to transfer um, within the context of, of trying to win a championship. It's not like, you know, the one... Somebody told me Saturday night the one comparison might have been Joe Germain and Stanley. Was that 97? Stanley Jackson, 96 yeah. and 97, yeah. yes. Yeah, where well, they were both really, really good, and they, I think they played in the Rose Bowl that year, 97. So it, it goes against everything you'd want to do. It's like, yeah, we don't want you to transfer Jalen but or Tua, but you know we're going to do this and give Jalen some snaps. You too, Justin Fields. And uh, Dabo kind of addressed it Saturday night. You know, I thought I think you saw there at the end of the day it has to be Kelly Bryant. At one point, Trevor Lawrence had seven series to Kelly Bryant's four. You're going, wow, what's happening here? You know, and they were struggling like we talked about. Well, the last six possessions of the game went to Kelly Bryant. So in, in crunch time, it's definitely going to be Kelly Bryant. I think you see at Clemson that he's the better quarterback. He's the most, you know, the, the, the steadier quarterback. But what, a, what an advantage for these teams to be able to experiment and use these guys sort of like, well, here's the future, and we don't want you to leave while we're chasing a playoff work. Well, it will be interesting to see what happens with that and with Ohio State TCU on Saturday. Look for Dennis Dodd's uh, commentary on college football and his insight and analysis at CBSSports.com. Dennis, great to have you on the show. Thanks for the time. All right. There you go. Dennis Dodd on top of it. Buckeyes don't have that problem. Joe Burrow's transfer to LSU, good for Joe and good for Ohio State. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.